Hello and welcome to another Commonwealth Short. This is where we cover some of the hot-button topics that regularly pop up, crop up in political discourse, and we give you some more personal takes, less of the statistics and the policy, and like last week, some more disagreement. So, what we're going to be focusing on today is what we quite broadly named the freedom question. It is going to be a little bit of a challenge trying to get this into into 10 or 15 minutes, I think. Um, but because there's so many times, so you've got religious, individual and, fr- and, and civil. So what this uh, really spurred, this was my kind of, this is something that I really wanted to talk about. Um, so there was an EU law not long, no, lo- not long ago um, on companies having the right to ban Muslim employees from wearing headscarves in some contexts. Um, so this has been something that has cropped up across the world, especially in regards to schools and people being asked to take, say, crucifixes off. Um, and a kind of any religious symbols um, in in which this headwear is now has now come into it, um, and there is a a security concern. Um, it's safe to say, I think, which is where this has really come from in some contexts, um, and not being able to ID people, which I, I think leads into other questions about about the size of the state and and their surveillance powers. Um, but what do you guys think about so immediately that law does that kind of irk you a little bit or, or do you look at it and go that well that that is reasonable it doesn't sit right with me um obviously given in context i understand i, I understand the law and i understand the, the context behind it but i just think that as soon as you you tell people how they can express themselves in the workplace um, that's when you're crossing the line for me. And and I, I completely understand that if it was a, a full face covering, um, you know, I, I'm not allowed to walk into the bank with a with a balaclava on um, because that's that's a security issue. So I, I completely understand. But, uh, you know, wearing headscarves like a hijab, for example, I don't see as an issue in the workplace. I really don't. Do you think, and I, I'm not trying to play devil's advocate, um, too much here, but do you think there is uh, potentially an argument that this falls into a similar sort of category as uniform? Because I think that's the argument that I've seen people try and use to justify it before, um, and I, I don't know how much merit it has because it is it feels different. But is it is it different in substance? Someone, I don't know whether you want to. <laughs> uh, I'm not. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm really a bit conflicted on this. And uh, so, for example, I know Indonesia. Uh, there's areas in Indonesia where you have to wear the headscarf. Um, so it doesn't matter. I think one of the clips recently went viral. Maybe not that recently, about how Christian her parents, um, their kid got sent home because she wasn't wearing a headscarf. Um, I, I wasn't a big fan of that either. So I, I suppose I can't really be a big fan of this either. I don't know. I think maybe companies should have the right to decide i'm not sure if it should be an eu law um if a certain private company decides that i think that's a uniform argument that would make more sense if google for example say no like um they can't wear sort of um muslim employees can't wear headscarves again i'm not sure if i fully love that but then i'm not sure if it should be a european union law that means uh like companies have their oh actually i suppose i'm getting this wrong on it they, they they're saying that companies have the right to ban muslim employees from wearing headscarves okay so um, i'm really not sure because part of me thinks yeah the where's the religious freedom but then also part of me thinks 
it's up to the private companies, I suppose. I, I'm not. I'm yeah, not I think sure this is where it's really interesting. Is is number one? This isn't the kind of libertarianism that one would really expect from the EU. Um, yeah. But also, it, it does kind of weigh up. What do you value more? The the freedom of a company to choose, or the freedom of an individual to say express themselves. And I I think broadly. So take take another example. So this has outraged. I think it, it's safe to say a lot of people who would define themselves as liberals, understandably so. Um, and and people on the right as well. I, I, I'm not meaning to um, to box people, um, but take another example. So so when those I can't remember what they were called, um, but there was a baker in the US which who refused to bake a wedding cake um, for a gay couple, um, and the same people that are outraged now about this were outraged that the government weren't forcing the bakery to um, to do something. So all this is is a governing body not putting their hands on something the left are upset and and when the government were doing it in a different context it was also making them upset so it does pose lots of questions about is this something that has kind of attacked a protected group and that's why people are upset or is this really a case of of instilling freedoms in a business i think it's a matter of choice you know whether people have the ch the choice so that that baker you know she's a, a private individual with her own company you can choose whether to serve someone or not that's that's the whole point i think with a company you know they it, they, they just shouldn't they shouldn't make it enforceable and that actually employees should be able to to have a choice of what they wear i understand that if it prevents other employees being able to work and being and, and feeling safe in a, in a work environment i understand that but a hijab or a headscarf isn't new it's not a new thing that's come about and therefore people are all of a sudden you know irked by it you know it's it's not it's not new no, and <laughs> like educate yourself <laughs> again i i'm trying to spur a bit of conversation here to play a little bit of devil's advocacy again people i have seen um debating this have come back with the argument that people have the choice not to work for a company that doesn't want them to dress like that and I, you go down a very slippery slope there where companies can just be openly sexist or racist but yeah. that's essentially what the eu have opened the door to there um and that's kind of the precedent that they've set and it seems like a little bit of give and take where they're, they're doing mm -hmm. certain things that are anti-discriminatory anti and then stuff which can be very very discriminatory um so i think it's a bit unclear messaging sometimes um, but it's it's a very very interesting question about which freedoms we value more. I think I like what you said about whether it's it's like giving the companies freedom to do what they want, which is kind of the whole liberal approach. But then also versus the individual being able to choose to do what they want, it's almost the battle between the two. I, I'm really not sure to be honest. I'm really on the fence. On this. I I I kind of see Phoebe's definite point of view that the liberal in me would agree with that uh but then the other side of me just kind of believes people should be able to do that companies decide whatever they want to do like I, I, I don't know i am really just conflicted on this one part of me uh i think no when you're speaking just there you kind of almost convinced me of this this law that um uh i kind of agree with it um but then now i'm, I'm not too sure I mean, I, um, I understand the the argument of who was that um, in America, that member of Congress that wanted to bring her gun into uh, into Capitol. Yeah, Do you I remember that? Remember. That yeah. I can't remember her name, but I understand that that is a, a freedom. You know that that is a that is a fundamental right in America to be able to to bear and carry arms. I I understand that, um, but there is an obvious reason that if you want to 
bring arms into a very important place maybe you shouldn't like that's just common sense maybe that's not the best thing you know if i wanted to carry a you know if i had a shotgun license and i wanted to go into whatever shop or a you know a a train station or something it's probably best not to it's probably best to have it in a case and you know make sure that it's secure so that you know that's a security threat but you know wearing wearing certain forms of headscarves where you can still see you know the face you still have an identity i don't see the security threat there um at all um it, it's obviously different for for i understand the argument if it was a burqa for example i still have no issue with it but you know it, i just think that it, it it's not as security risk as people might argue i do think it's important to note as well that this doesn't although the headlines have been um very much about uh, burqas and and religious headwear because i think that that's the most emotive this does also apply to things like crucifixes so i think the focus oh, okay. of the legislation oh. was um really on kind of front-facing customer service industry um and not wanting to exclude customers um so in the same way as in schools um this this has happened a few times where they've just not wanted any religious imagery because someone might get upset at say seeing a crucifix or you wearing a burqa um so yeah it's it's not necessarily targeted at a specific group and i do think that's important to note because the headlines have broadly ignored that um i I still don't agree with it um but that i am trying to kind of prompt uh, a lot of the disagreement that we've seen in in the the broader discourse Uh, i mean but it's an interesting one sorry imagine if they went the other way and uh, you know told jewish people to wear a star you know, it, okay, you can't identify yourself through a, a crucifix, not that maybe religion isn't your identity, but you can't, you know, you can't wear certain things, but, you know, that can go either way and then saying, oh, well, you have to identify yourself through something. That's not good. But I mean, how far can they take that? No, I agree. But I think a company, although it would be ridiculously wrong, at the moment, uh, as I think if they wanted to make their entire staff wear a star, they can do that. It, I imagine they'd get pulled up on a huge amount of lawsuits, but they are within their right to do that. And you can ask questions about whether that should be. But the, uh, there has to be an understanding, I think, that the relationship between the government and private industry is incredibly flawed really often. Um, and that the government trying to make sure that these private industries run by flawed people don't act in a flawed way is always going to be a really difficult challenge. Um, and how much should the government, which can also be headed by a flawed person, um, really be in charge of what private private industry is doing? And I think it's a larger theoretical question yeah. about that, um, that this really prompts, because you can look at it in isolation and it's, it's still a complicated question to kind of you know, grapple with, but it's a lot more easier, a lot more easy than the broader relationship between government and, and private industry. Mm. Um, on that though, um, we should probably wrap up there because we're in danger of kind of moving on to next week's on to next week's short, which will be a discussion about our new relationship with government, especially um, in the wake of COVID and, and, and Freedom Day. Um, so please listen to that. We hope you really enjoyed this one. Thank you very, very much.